Greetings and welcome. I'm Jane Barton, and this is Cardinal Musings, a podcast focused on the issues of paramount importance as we age, what I call cardinal concerns. So grab a cup of coffee, settle into your favorite chair. It's time to chat. Over the past few weeks, I've listened to several people who are frustrated by the fact that they're not in control. As I listened, I had to suppress a smile since I'm somewhat of a control freak, to say the very least. It drives me crazy when life reminds me that the twists and turns of life are beyond my control. Instead, the harsh reality is this. Life can change on a dime and does more often than we like. When life happens, we're usually shocked, dismayed, fearful, anxious, angry, and ticked off. We feel duped by life. But I'm sure you recall the old adage about the best laid plans of mice and men, right? Doesn't make it any easier. But at least we can find a morsel of solace in the fact that we're not alone. Life by its very nature is beyond our control. I know, it makes you want to scream. I like my illusion of control so much better. Perhaps our collective frustration with control is rooted in the countless reminders over the past 19 months that life is beyond our control. Since COVID landed on our shores in March 2020, feeling in control of anything is a distant memory. From the smallest rights of our day-to-day existence To once-in-a-lifetime moments, we're often unable to chart our preferred course of action. Instead, we're blown about by the incessant vagaries of life. And just when we think we have regained a grip on the joystick of life, wham! Something else happens to derail our plans. It's not only frustrating, it's exhausting. Every day, we must learn to negotiate new protocols and directives, some which are very disconcerting and disconnecting. For example, a friend of mine had a medical procedure done last week. Although there was no need to be overly concerned since this was a routine preventative exam, it was still anxiety-producing. There are always the what-ifs lurking in the shadows. So it's nice to have the presence and support of family and friends when these procedures are done. Well, it was no huge surprise to learn upon arrival at the hospital where the test was conducted that only patients were allowed in the office and imaging center. Family and friends would be notified when the patient was ready to go home. That would take about two hours. I could wait in the parking lot or a room down the hall. Since there was nothing to be done, I went for a long walk in the open space behind the hospital. You know me, or perhaps you don't, but I walk through everything pandemics, medical procedures, daily stressors. Walking allows the time in the space to exercise, meditate, soak up the sunshine and blue skies, and process the vagaries of life. Walking keeps me grounded. Well, thankfully, the test went smoothly and revealed nothing of concern. That was a relief. Nothing quite like an all-clear to enhance our gratitude for life and good health. On the drive home, my friend needed to debrief, so I listened as she described her interactions with the various players that day, the doctors, nurses, and administrators. 
Her overall experience was quite good. In fact, she loved her doctor and nurses. They were competent, compassionate, kind, and patient. But the intake process was a very different experience for her. My friend felt as if she had no control of the process. She was overwhelmed by the various unexpected directives. No family or friends. Our mask, not yours. Sit here, not there. And on and on. Reflecting on her negative reaction to the registration process, my friend said it wasn't really about what they asked her to do. She understood the need for everything required. What rubbed her raw was the fact that she had control of nothing. And she didn't like that feeling. Most people don't. So I totally resonated with her angst. Feeling out of control is disturbing. We feel incredibly exposed and vulnerable. Not my comfort zone by any stretch of the imagination. Although I don't savor feeling exposed or vulnerable, this is our collective reality today and for the foreseeable future. It's interesting to note that fewer people are talking about returning to normal, quote unquote. I guess we're slowly coming to the realization that the pandemic has become endemic. COVID is now part of the landscape of life, so we must figure out how to live with it. It's beyond our control to eliminate this virus from our lives, but it is within our control to choose a reaction to this reality that will serve us well day in and day out. I know, easier said than done. Reflecting on my sensation of COVID being beyond control, memories of another challenging time and place bubbled up recently a time in which I felt totally out of control. The eight years during which my mom endured surgeries, radiation, and chemotherapy in an attempt to control the cancer that threatened her life. Sadly, her cancer proved to be beyond our control. But thinking about that time in my life and how I reacted provides insights regarding my reactions today. So there's no need to reinvent the wheel, right? What can be learned from my previous experiences of life spinning out of control? Well, let's consider a situation that arose when I was a teenaged caregiver. Talk about a control freak. I was determined to control something. I shared this story in my book, Caregiving for the Genius, that I wrote several years ago. And I've recounted this tale quite often during presentations and conferences, and it never fails to elicit a few laughs and knowing smiles from those listening. Hopefully, you can relate as well. I've already admitted that I am somewhat of a control freak. I'll also admit that when stressed... I become even more controlling. I shift into overdrive and overfunction mode. This is not an uncommon reaction to stress. It actually makes a lot of sense when confronted by the challenges of illness and aging as well. When we can't control the progression of an illness, we can control the minutia of life. When we can't stop age from progressing, we can attempt to control the people in our lives as well as the inconsequential facets of daily life. So we control what we can. 
It may seem silly in hindsight, but at the time, it makes total sense. And it means the world to us in that moment. Let me give you an example. When I was 19, I was preparing the house for my mom's homecoming. She'd been in the hospital for over a week following extensive surgery, and I was an emotional wreck. Earlier in the week, I learned she had less than two years to live, and that was questionable, according to the oncologist. I didn't know how to deal with that reality, so I focused on what I could control. I cleaned the house from top to bottom. I mowed the yard, I mopped the floors, I cooked an incredible meal, and I hung the wash on the line to dry. I wanted my mother to have fresh, clean linens for her homecoming. I could control that. That I could do. As I was dashing about, the doorbell rang. A dear friend of my mom stopped by to help me. Now, wasn't that lovely? (laughs) But in my mind, I needed no help. I had everything under control. And this dear woman sensed my resistance and did her best not to ruffle my feathers. Seeing the sheets on the line, she offered to make my mom's bed. While she did that, I busied myself in the kitchen, putting the finishing touches on dinner. However, I just couldn't resist overseeing the bed-making process, as if supervision were needed. This was a woman over the age of 50, No doubt she had made a few beds over the course of her lifetime, but it mattered not. I was compelled to make sure the task was completed to my satisfaction. As I entered my parents' bedroom, I let out a gasp of horror. Before me was a woman placing the top sheet print side down on the bed. What? Could that even be possible? Who in their right mind would make a bed like that? The top sheet is placed print side up on the bed. Everyone knows that. My mom certainly knew that fact of life, and that is how she taught me to make a bed. The importance of this matter was seemingly lost on my mom's friend. As I pleaded my case, she continued to make the bed, assuring me that up or down, the sheet served the same purpose. Realizing I was not going to win the argument, I left the room in a huff. Shortly thereafter, the woman said goodbye and wished us a lovely reunion. Now, I'm sure you can guess the end of this story. (laughs) The minute the front door closed, I dashed to the bedroom, ripped off the sheets, and made the bed the right way. My way. I might not have been able to control my mom's cancer. I couldn't save her from a certain death but I could control how my mom's bed was made that day. In that moment, it mattered to me. I did it my way. And if I'm honest, I would probably do it again. Some things are seemingly ingrained in my very nature. If you're done laughing at my story of how to make a bed correctly, let's chat about our insatiable need for control. What is it about control that gets the juices flowing? Why do times of uncertainty intensify our hunger to be in control? 
Well, I don't presume to speak for you, but I will offer my take on the matter. What I've come to realize over the past 64 plus years, I get a wee bit twitchy when I feel unable to influence what's happening in my life. In those moments, I feel at risk, vulnerable, and exposed. I don't feel safe. Furthermore, when looking to the future, I haven't a clue as to what will happen. Everything feels so uncertain. And although I love to read mysteries, I do not enjoy living in mystery. The lack of certainty causes me to be overly cautious, guarded, and tentative. Instead of leaning into life and claiming my personal agency, during times of uncertainty, I can feel victimized by my circumstances, nervously awaiting the next shoe to drop. More often than not, to counteract my anxiety, I shift into overdrive. I guess by doing a lot, I feel as if I've regained some control. However, as evidenced by my story of making a bed, doing is not always productive or beneficial. But my busyness can be distracting, so it does serve a purpose of some sort for a short period of time, I guess. When busy, I don't have the time to be, to confront my anxieties and fear about the future. Obviously, this is not a long-term solution when feeling out of control, and ultimately, over-functioning is exhausting, if not counterproductive. I wonder, is there a better option? Well, consider this. Viktor Frankl, a psychiatrist and neurologist of the 20th century, wrote Man's Search for Meaning, in which he described his experience of being interned in Auschwitz for three and a half years during World War II. His experience in the concentration camp, a time during which every aspect of his day-to-day existence was certainly beyond his control, this experience reinforced his belief that meaning can transform our experience of suffering. He echoed the sentiment of Friedrich Nietzsche, a 19th century existential philosopher, who believed that if we have a why to live, a reason to be, we can tolerate any situation. He also recognized what happens to us over the course of a lifetime is often beyond our control. In fact, it usually is. Life happens in the most unexpected ways. However, we do retain the freedom to choose an attitude in response to life. This is vitally important to remember because our chosen attitude and subsequent response determine the trajectory of our life from that point forward. Furthermore, Frankel goes on to instruct us that responding to life is not merely an opportunity. Rather, it's a responsibility to be considered quite carefully. Our response not only affects our personal experience of life, it affects the lives of others as well. That's because we live in relationship with each other. We are part of a greater community. So what I choose to do or not creates a ripple effect that impacts the entire network to a greater or lesser extent. My chosen response can have far-reaching consequences. Therefore, I need to remember it's not just about me. It's about we. So you may be wondering, how does any of this help? when feeling as if life is beyond your control. Well, first, realize you are not alone. We are all feeling a bit out of control of late. 
So it's not because you are inadequate, inept, or ill-equipped for this moment in time. It's a natural reaction to our current uncertainty. Second, when tempted to control the minutia of life, like how to make a bed or load a dishwasher, take a deep breath and understand where that urge is coming from. Ask yourself, is it really that important? This will potentially save you quite a bit of energy and reduce the possibility of alienating family and friends. Third, remind yourself of what is within your control and what is not, and then focus on what is, that being your chosen attitude and response to life. And finally, remember during this challenging moment in time, it's not all about you. We are all in this together, for better or worse. My actions and inactions affect you. Your actions and inactions affect me. So let's come together and respond to life in mutually beneficial ways. That is something we can choose to do. That is something we can control. And that is music to my ears. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you heard something of benefit. I also offer virtual programs and reflections on similar topics. If interested, please check out my website to review upcoming events and to read my blog at cardinallife.com. Send any questions, comments, or suggestions to my email, cardinallife at msn.com. I look forward to musing with you again in the very near future about other cardinal concerns. Till then, take good care and remember to enjoy the moment. Blessings to you and yours.